Hello, and welcome to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where sometimes doing the same thing for the fourth time is not such a bad thing. Hello, and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Rodriguez, and I need my pop filter. I'm just going to try not to do that. Okay, um, so before I get started with the actual episode, I want to comment on something that's been uh, going on in the movie-verse. Um, Zendaya ha- was cast uh, a while ago, and they are already shooting um, Spider-Man Homecoming. And it has been rumored recently that she might be Mary Jane, uh, which has set the internet on fire in... Uh, fabulous fashion and basically I just wanted to share my thoughts on it so the first uh, Mary Jane that we ever got on uh, on the big screen anyway uh, the portrayal by Kirsten Dunst was uh, it was fine it wasn't very Mary Janey because she in in the comics and the cartoon, I know her mostly from the cartoon. She was real happy and bubbly, and in the comics, she that was that whole bubbly thing was hiding more of an insecure. Uh, I don't know about shy girl, but she she had some depth to her, and the the whole act of uh, you know being really happy and bubbly in this party girl was kind of to hide that insecurity. So that was, uh, there was one scene in the whole trilogy that kind of conveyed that in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy where uh, Peter and MJ are talking outside of their houses and MJ, you know, had just ran outside because her parents were fighting and Peter is like throwing out the trash and they have a talk and he, you know, the talk makes her feel better and then like her friends drive up and you know she puts on her her party girl mask and they go off and she goes off with her friends i think part of that i got from the novelization too but anyway that's how that's how mary jane was in that one and then in uh the amazing spider-man she didn't get a chance even to be in there because shailene wood shailene woodley was supposed to play Mary Jane, but then she got cut. And Gwen Stacy was kind of Mary Jane-like, but I don't know. Uh, Gwen in the comics, uh, according to Stan Lee, was uh, very Mary Jane, but you know she was like uh, more of a academic type instead of being an actress and a model. So she's a little different, but all of her good lines were very uh, Mary Jane. So in Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, if it tur- does turn out that Zendaya is uh, Mary Jane, uh, it's going to be going from redhead to uh, a black girl. And uh, Zendaya is is funny. She can be bubbly. And she's tall and uh, very much like a model. You know, she's pretty and tall. So all of those are great. Uh, but the original 
uh, theory behind who you know who she was going to play was she's going to play Michelle Gonzalez, and I had to look her up. Um, Michelle Gonzalez was uh, a roommate of Peter, and at one point they had gone out because Spider-Man goes out with all the girls in his life, and um, that was that was I was on board for that because. Uh, you know, I don't know this character, and for all I know, Zendaya is perfect for her. And you know, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a big deal because she's basically a new character to me. But I've, I've always wanted, you know, every every time that they put out a Spider-Man, the the character gets better and closer to the comics and just cooler. Closer to the comics, maybe closer to my idea of the best version of Spider-Man. Let's put it that way. And I have this idea of Mary Jane in my head, uh, an amalgamation of what I've heard from the comics and and what I've the little I've read of like one comic and from the cartoon and the novelization and the of the the novelization of the movie and the movies and whatever. And so I have this idea of Mary Jane in my head, and I feel like the uh, a big part of her actual. Uh, character is the fact that she is this bubbly redhead because being a redhead has certain uh stereotypical things that come along with it you know being having uh being passionate about things and having this big personality or whatever uh you know the term a fiery redhead not only fiery hair but also a fiery personality and so i feel like that's part of her her personality and when I had already, you know, come to, uh, I I liked where we were going with Michelle Gonzalez and Zendaya playing this new character, and so now it's kind of uh, disappointing that she might be Mary Jane, and we won't get like a comic accurate, complete comic accurate Mary Jane, and it's weird because. Because she's black, and if you say that you want a white girl with red hair to play this character instead of a black girl, you sound racist. But I just want her to be this way that I thought that she should be, you know. And it's and it's dumb. But why, why, when uh, Peter has. All of these girls in the comics that he could go out with, why pick Mary Jane and have an actress that doesn't look like Mary Jane? There's no reason to. If if you're not going to make Mary Jane a redheaded, a fiery redhead who is a model and an actress and uses a bubbly personality to hide that she's actually sad and insecure, why, why do it? If you're not going to do that, why do it? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Zendaya is... She she has a certain kind of character that she can play, and she can do that well. And every and according to her, the, you know, the whole cast is kind of playing uh, themselves. And Zendaya's cool. So please, put that, put that girl in the movie and make her Spider-Man's um, love interest. But why call her Mary Jane? Leave Mary Jane alone. Do do another character. I don't know. 
what do you guys think? Uh, with that, uh, we're going to switch over into the main topic, Jason Bourne. So I want to go down uh, the list of Jason Bourne movies. Um, I'm going to omit um, the Bourne legacy just because it's kind of your standard action movie and uh, just runs parallel with all of the other movies, um, except for the latest one. Uh, it goes through the the trilogy, the first original trilogy of Jason Bourne movies, uh, and that's about it. And he just does the same thing that Bourne does. The end. Uh, starring Hawkeye. So I'm going to skip over that one and go straight to the Bourne identity. Um, these movies uh, tend to run together. So we're going to read the, uh, <laughs> the the synopsis real quick. Um, the Born Identity is actually the one that I remember the most. Uh, he, okay, I'm just going to read the thing. A story of a man, Matt Damon, salvaged near death from the ocean by an Italian fishing boat. While he recuperates, the man suffers from total amnesia without an identity or background, which is interesting because he remembers all of his other skills but he doesn't remember who he is and I don't think that's ever explained like nobody did that to him I don't think because uh, he was shot and then fell off into the ocean and uh, was somehow not drowned yeah but he forgot I don't know I, I think that's a thing though where you can forget a certain uh, amount of time but other things i don't know anyway brain uh things i have no idea anything about the brain so uh and of course he remembers a range of extraordinary talents in fighting linguistic skills and self-defense that speak a dangerous past he set he sets out on a desperate search assisted by the initially rebellious marie uh, to discover who he really is and why he's being lethal, lethally pursued by assassins. Why? That's not a. That's not a word. Lethally. That's <laughs> nah, Wikipedia. You make stuff up. Um, <clears throat> this is widely considered the best one. I don't know. I think it's the best one because uh, I remember more things from it. Um, using that logic, uh, supremacy would be the least of uh the series because i really don't remember a whole lot from it oof this is difficult so the born uh trilogy is kind of the um, originator of the style of action movie where uh, the camera is held by uh, a monkey having a seizure. Uh, lots and lots of shaky cam. And uh, this apparently this is the best use of it, um, but really shaky cam is still, even when it's used well, it's not it's not super good um it's very it's very visceral and it and it puts you in the room with the with the you know with the action uh makes you feel a part of it but it sacrifices 
a lot of clarity. You can barely tell what's going on. It's like, okay, he grabbed a chair. Like, okay, he hit the guy with it. But I didn't really see it connect because, um, you know, the camera was kind of in the corner of the room when the guy hit, uh, when the guy got hit. So it it has its, it's, it's very exciting. Um, but it, it can give you a headache. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's not a style that, that everyone enjoys. I, in, in Born Identity, I, I think it was, it was fine. Uh, in the new Jason Bourne movie, hmm, not so good, not so good. I was starting to get dizzy. Um, I'm trying to see what I can actually say about this because they're all very, I just started the trailer. I shouldn't have done that. Here we go. Um, this, the first movie was made so long ago, they still had the, the trailer guy. One man who forgets everything, but has a certain set of skills. And, you know, that's not, I'm making stuff up, but that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that this, uh, this trailer has for you. If you want to check it out and disappearing behind cars, that happens a whole lot. There's this really funny video. It's, (laughs) It's uh, it's pretty brutal, but um, and maybe I'll I'll find it and put it in the the description or whatever. Um, but they it's, they try to explain how this works, and uh, one guy does it wrong and he gets cut in half. It's, it was <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, okay, they have a motorcycle chase in this one, <clears throat> pretty much a staple of the series, uh, and the the tiny car. Uh, chase. The car chases in this are really good. There's always an assassin, or in one of the movies, a bunch of assassins. There's always a girl, and uh, that's kind of that bothers me a little bit because in the the in Jason Bourne, the latest one, uh, they it it almost seems like they upgraded, which is really misogynistic the freaking matt damon is like 50 right and he has he's been i don't know he's been with the first girl who was about his age and then um i think julia styles was really the only girl in the second one because um at the end in the beginning of uh supremacy um the his girlfriend from the first one just gets killed and that's kind of what puts him back in the game because at the end of identity um he he retires and moves to hawaii or something and they have uh their own life there uh and then the second one they immediately get pursued by some assassin and they are well shot at and what's her face is killed uh boohoo and that is the the most thing that I remember about the uh, Born Identity. They're really one movie. The Born Identity um, has its run. You know, he tries to figure out what's going on. Um, he kind of figures out sort of what's going on. He like he knows who created him, who made him into what uh, into who he is now. He figures out I think his actual name. And um, he he takes out the bad guy, shuts down the one program, 
uh, in the CIA that he finds out about and then goes and retires. Then another one surfaces, another program surfaces in The Born Supremacy. Uh, these are, supremacy doesn't make any sense. I don't know why it's called supremacy. Jason Bourne, Matt Damon, is living in India. Oh, so it wasn't why it was India. Uh, when he is framed by a Russian agent, Krill? Krilly? Krill. Uh, Carl Urban. Oh, I totally forgot that Carl Urban was in these movies. Uh, he was framed by Agent Krill for the theft of millions from the CIA. Krill begins to pursue Bourne, intending to assassinate him. Um... I guess, in order to uh, keep him from clearing his name. Um, but while Bourne and his girlfriend Marie are on the run, a shot meant for him kills her instead. Vowing revenge, Bourne sets out to prove his innocence and bring the culprits to justice. But he has to evade CIA head Pamela Landry. The amount of times that the people in this movie say Pamela Landry. You could, if, you, if it was a drinking game, you'd probably die by the end of it. Don't do that. But... It's it's ridiculous. Pamela Landry. Pamela Landry. This and that. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, she's played by Joan Allen. And uh, her character is convinced that he is guilty. Every time there's somebody says, we, we're going to bring him in. We're going we're gonna to kill him. And we're going to tie a knot on this and keep ourselves safe. Uh, because the public can't know about what we're doing. And every time they're no match... For Jason Bourne. Um, by the way, James Bond is absolutely no match for uh, for Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne made uh, James Bond who he is now. The reason that we've, we've got Daniel Craig and he's this brutal bruiser of a character is because of Jason Bourne. And uh, Jason Bourne would still kill him with a paperclip oh there was that part in i think the first one where um born fights the assassin and like he uses a pen as a like a, like he would in a knife fight and he he stabs his hand like on the, the top of his hand just to make just to give him some pain and distract him and you know he punches him out or whatever that was intense and uh, is something that I've never seen in a movie before, and that kind of, when that happened, I was like, yes, I like this, I like this movie, I want to see more. Okay, so, pre- uh, Supremacy is where we get, um, Paul Greengrass, he's the, f- that's the first time that he, um, directed a Bourne movie, and after that, he kind of got all the credit, um, nobody even knows who, uh, the director was originally. The director, by the way, was Doug Lyman. Um, that's all I know about the guy. I'm sorry, Doug Lyman. Uh, thank you for giving us Born Identity, the best of the Born movies, probably. According to uh, just all the critics and Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 83 and then 81% for Identity and Supremacy. Uh, like, su- what do you call that? One after the other. Uh, respectively. <laughs> it's late, guys. I record these on Sunday nights. So, uh, Ultimatum, for some reason, uh, <clears throat> it's because it's the third one, um, is 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
uh, and I, I almost feel like it's, it's like when somebody gets a, an Oscar after giving 15 straight amazing performances, and then they give an okay performance uh, on their 15th movie, and they get an Oscar because, you know, man, you've, you probably should have won an Oscar by now, so we're just going to give you an Oscar, so... I almost feel like this one was riding on the other two. It actually, that is actually more true than I was even uh, realized at first. The Born Ultimatum actually runs parallel with the Born Supremacy uh, for about, for I think just the first act. And you get, <laughs> meanwhile, on the other side of the CIA, the one CIA building that we have, this was going on with um, uh, Edward Norton and his team. And it's always born versus a, a room full of people, uh, which is interesting. Uh, they did that in the new one, too. Oh, and something about the new one. Thank God that they chose, that they changed a few things from the trailer because uh the whole thing where somebody goes oh my gosh it's jason Bourne," it really gets kind of annoying it's like yes guys it's it's jason Bourne. he's the he's the star of this movie and uh you know everybody is uh trying to kill him and uh this is how do you not know this this is what the cia is now apparently in this universe this is what the CIA does. He just they just try to kill Jason Bourne and you know make more super soldiers. So how do you not know? Come on, get with the program. So they took that out of the movie. Um and also they used a different shot for the part where um Bourne punches out that one guy, knocks him out with one punch, and he's and the sound effect for some reason is uh the sound that Wolverine's fist would make if he punched um Cyclops. It's like metal on metal. Don't know why, but uh, that's the sound effect that they used. <clears throat> Random dumb thing that that happened. Alright, Pamela Landry. I think she survives. Uh, a couple other people don't. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He learns a few more things about his backstory. We really still do not know a whole lot about his backstory. Um, he volunteered uh, he shot a guy went at as his final exam to become uh, the super soldier. Uh, he went on some missions. He was an assassin. He didn't want to kill this guy at uh, some point because uh, the kid or the guy had kids and you know a family and everything. Um, and then because Bourne didn't kill the guy, there was another guy that was uh, an assassin. Either. He either the assassin was supposed to kill Born if he didn't follow through with the mission, or he was supposed and or he was supposed to finish the mission or something. I don't know, but he got shot by this assassin, fell off the side of the boat, and lost his memory. And here we are in the first in the first movie. Um, and then in Jason Bourne, uh, you know, Born Four. We learn that his dad was the one that actually started the whole program. But when his dad found out that uh, they were looking at Jason for you know as a possible candidate, 
the dad was like, no, I, we can't do this. I'm out. And was killed for that. And, you know, Jason, uh, somebody else said that, you know, it was terrorists. So Jason was like, all right, I'm going to do this because uh, my dad was killed by a terrorist. And I want to fight for my country because he's a patriot. And that's kind of the uh, plot of Jason Bourne. Apparently, I'm going to skip over Ultimatum because uh, it was that was all we learned. And Edward Norton was there. And I don't know, there was another assassin, more fight scenes. And it was... It was generally awesome. This whole this whole trilogy plus Jason Bourne was is absolutely fantastic and you should go watch it and I just hope that you don't, you know, have any kind of motion sickness um <laughs> problems. Uh let's read the Bourne Ultimatum uh thing real quick. Uh, Jason Bourne continues his international quest to uncover his true identity. He still doesn't remember. From Russia to Europe to Northern Africa to the United States, he must stay one step ahead of those who would capture or kill him before he has a chance to discover the truth. I swear they just gave up. On the third one, Wikipedia was just like, screw it. We're just going to... That's the it, that's the one sentence. <laughs> just like all the other ones. Uh, Joan Allen. Yeah, she is in this movie. David... Strath, Strath, Strathane, good, good. Uh, Stick from the Daredevil series is also in this, and uh, people also search for Hannah. Ha <laughs> ha, comes full circle. All right, Jason Bourne. Uh, <clears throat> the initial reviews were that all the parts with him trying to figure out his identity were cool and the parts where they were talking about uh the whole deep dream thing with uh that's the new program by the way uh cybersecurity the whole you know cybersecurity and um privacy online was the part that uh excuse me people didn't really like but i didn't mind it so much it was okay it uh i have I kind of thought that it it could have been two movies because the the section where he takes down Deep Dream and the parts where he's trying to figure out his uh, more about his past are kind of separate and they they switch back and forth and it's not really like it's 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 not like a plot and subplot it's more of two just plots. And uh, it really could have been two movies, so that's <clears throat> that's kind of a strike against it. Plus the whole seeming like they're upgrading, <clears throat> excuse me, from uh, the new girl. Well, no, not from, but the she used to be the new girl, uh, Julia Stiles. She died in this movie, um, and we get. Uh, who do we get? What is her name? She was the next Machina. You guys know who I'm talking about. I'm gonna look it up anyway. What's her name? Alicia Vikander. Yeah, she's awesome. And I completely forgot her name. She's a lot smaller than I thought. Uh, I guess the next Machina, both of the other guys weren't all that tall. But she looks really small in this movie. 
like she there's a part where she like runs down the street and uh you kind of she's she's a waif that's a word right like a small girl anyway uh that was kind of uh bothersome that we seem to have upgraded i don't know but then she's a bad guy too whatever i don't know um Warren has his action scenes. He does fewer things with paper clips and chair legs, uh, but and there's more more shaky cam than ever before. The truck that smashes through all those tr- uh, well, it's a it's like a SWAT vehicle uh, that smashes through all those cars in the trailer is not actually driven by Jason Bourne, which was pretty cool. He he was on the the lower end he was on he was on the back foot during that car chase so that was cool he continues to be macgyver with uh stopping an assassination by shining a light into a grate which he just knows that the assassin is hiding uh, inside of you know the the air grate so yeah he continues to be awesome the movie was pretty fantastic and yeah that's action movies are hard because yeah the action was fantastic and the acting was good and it was basically the same thing and i enjoyed it it was a lot of fun jason bourne kicks some serious butt yes i said butt because this is a family show I don't really know what else to say besides uh, these people are getting old, and uh, Damon, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to upgrade Damon. Now nah, we're ne- we're never we're never that that's what that's what the third one, third fourth one was about. Um, legacy. We were trying to get from Damon to Hawkeye, but didn't happen. Sorry, man. You're in like three big franchises, dude. Just yeah, I'm sure you're fine. It's all good. All right. What did you guys think of uh, the uh, trilogy and now series, I guess? I'm not calling it quadrilogy. Do people say that? I think booker, book tubers and bookstagrammers, uh, people who, who read books, <laughs> I think they say that. But uh, at this point, it's a series. There's, there's four now. And they're going to, fingers crossed, they're going to keep making these movies because they left it open-ended to where now uh, it's going to be Matt Damon and Alicia Vikander kind of uh, locking horns uh, throughout the next movie. And really, the, it, there are, it's like almost in real time. Uh, one, two, and three happen. Yeah, all within. It's all, boom. The identity ends. Supremacy begins maybe like a week or two later you know nothing has nothing has happened they've been on vacation you know in the interim uh and then the third one actually happens while the second one is happening and then a little bit you know farther it it continues and four happens while all three of the first ones are happening and then jason Bourne. i don't know i think it kind of picks up in real time because Everybody looks old and nobody questions it. So basically, they could keep making these movies for a really long time because they all happen in real time. I don't know. 
Anyway, have you guys seen this these movies? Have you loved them as much as I have, even though I sound like I'm not super excited because I'm tired? Um, let me know in whatever comment section this is in. Are there comments on podcasts? I don't even know. Uh, tweet me at Gabe in the Box or leave me a comment at Gabe in the Box on Twitter or I've actually got at Bargain Bin. Oh boy, I don't actually know. Bargain Bin Movie Pod, I believe, eh, on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to look that up real quick. Yep, that's what it is. Bargain Bin Movie Pod on Instagram. I put up all of the uh, nice little <laughs> pictures that I, the, the thumbnails. The dumb thumbnails that I make. I put them on Instagram. So you can follow that if you like. And leave me a comment. Let me know what you think of the episode of me being tired and rambling about Jason Bourne. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a vacation to get to in India. Goodbye. Goodbye.